five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. Well, for those who have school, this is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Look around and you'll 
מתפללים, מבקשים מן השמיים שאני אעבור. רק צריך להאמין ולפתוח עיניים, כי אני כבר פה. עוד מצווה אחת קטנה, תפילה עם לב פתוח, ויבוא הקץ. זה לקח אלפי שנה, הנה זה כבר בטוח. תנו להיכנס, ולא, לא, לא יהיו יותר דמעות, רק תראו ניסים ונפלאות. תהיה אני בא, עברתי כל הדרך, אני בא, אני עומד בדלת, ואני שואל, האם אתם היום מוכנים, מוכנים לקבל אותי?
continuing with 
J.M. in the A.M. Was that me? Yeah, I think that was me doing a Hask intro. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Anyway, Monday morning broadcast at J.M. in the A.M. And, of course, this morning we are dedicating the show, or at least the early part of the show, to uh, executive... Oh, I don't even know what... Um, I don't know the exact title that we promoted him to over the last few months. I, I'm not even going to say a title. But everyone knows that he uh, basically takes care of everything from the Nahum Segal Network of Rummy. Uh, Avrami caught it when uh, we had a little bit of a glitch this morning in hour number one, so I thank him. And um, quite obviously, we dedicate the uh, initial part of JM and the AM to him this morning here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, isn't that obvious? Um... Let's see here. We already had some comments this morning on our app. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Trucker Yitz said, good morning, y'all, from the West Side Highway. Thank you, Trucker. Uh, Kemp Hill, Maryland. Yitzchak checked in this morning. We are having such, I don't know. We're having, <laughs> we are, we are, um, there seem to be gremlins in our studio this morning. Every time I click on something, it goes somewhere else, so. As much as I was just reading our app comments, I can't read them this second. I don't know. They're 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 behaving a little bit of a strange way. Let's see if we're actually still on. Let me let me press my app and see if we're actually still broadcasting. Yeah, it does seem like we are. All right, thank God for that. Uh, so Yitz says hello from Camp Hill, Maryland. Trucker Yitz says at the Crown Plaza for Shabbos in Connecticut. Now in Brooklyn, good way to start a Monday, driving around New York City listening to NSN, to the Rabat Trucker Yitz. Um, what does he mean if we didn't have the correct Kavana for the first Modani, we get to try a second one? Was there a Modani? Oh, yeah, there was a Modani in there. Good point. <laughs> That's a good point. Yes, that was part of our glitch, by the way. Very good, Trucker Yitz. Uh, oh, right, and we heard a glimpse of a Dvar Torah from Rabbi Goldwasser. And a different Marabu is today Purim. Groundhog's Day, Yitzchak says. Yeah, uh, like I said, today was a little bit of an unusual morning for us here at the Nahum Single Network. Uh, things going a little differently than we are uh, than we are used to. What can I tell you? Uh, officially, here's the music that you'll hear in the archive. Here's what we officially played on Jam the Am. Kol HaMesameach from Shlemi Tosig. Yaakov Shweki's calling it Shema. Benny Friedman's calling it Shema. Rebine, that was Barry Weber, Avremel had Itchani, Vaharevna from Baruch Levine, Zusha had Baruch Hashem, Muchanim from Uri Davidi, who I saw last night, 
did a great job at the wedding with the Iron Tidalbaum Orchestra last night at uh, the um, the uh, Pearl River Hilton. He was just spectacular. Uri Davidi. Masach Hashem, that is our uh, Monday morning theme song, Mayor Sherman. And, of course, Regesh Modani opened uh, things up, and we say good morning. It's Monday on this June 24th, day 21 in the month of Sivan, the year 5779. Tough Shania and Tess, 70 degrees here in New York, 66% humidity. Winds are west at 4 miles an hour, partly cloudy with a high of 86. Then tonight, thunderstorms late with a low of 71. Tomorrow, morning thunderstorms and a high temperature 85 degrees, 87 in Yushalayim up in Guilford, New York. Believe it or not, they're already preparing busily for uh, the summer season up at Camp Missouri. They're at 50 degrees. We're at 70 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. If you have not yet contributed to our um, 2019 fundraiser, we ask that you do so. Those of you who are early morning listeners and love the music, Love the banter and love the fact that you could check in with thousands and thousands of people in our community around the world every morning at 6 a.m. Uh, make sure to give generously. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and um, participate in our 2019 campaign, fjbunity.org. And, of course, we thank you. Things uh, are getting a little bit more stable here on this end, I think, and I hope, <laughs> and we will continue with plenty more. On on a Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.
Hey, hey, hey. 
J.M. in the A.M. Avremo with a selection off of his um, Amachaya album with Lebedig. Mordechai Shapiro's Hakomi Shamayim. That's brand new. Michal Brzezanski and Coley uh, from the Prus Control album that opened up that three-song set here at J.M. in the A.M. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com on the NachumSegal Network and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. And as we said earlier, it looks like we're having some difficulty with some of our connections this morning, including our news from Israel. Not sure why. Hmm, what a mystery. Uh, if we can't go to our news from Israel at the top of the hour, obviously we'll continue with more great music and plenty of wonderful things to uh, to present here at JM and the M. Yeah, does not look like it's going to work. Hmm. Very interesting. Like I said, there seem to be some gremlins who are uh, surrounding me and hanging out in our studio this morning. And that's always the mystery. <laughs> who is it and why? <laughs> why is it happening? Well, we'll try to continue to do a radio show as all this is happening on a Monday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world on the web at com on the Nachum Segal Network and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. It is a Monday morning broadcast. We are uh, dedicating this morning's show. Uh, we are dedicating this morning's show to Stu Goldberg of Englewood, New Jersey. Saw him last night. Stu Goldberg of Englewood, New Jersey. I hope you're doing well this morning. And the best regards from all of us here at JM the AM. I'll stand with you. ever known pain it cuts like a knife through your heart have you ever known shame it makes you hide out in the dark and i want to know why life can be rough we all are enough show me it's possible to never give up never ever give up no never ever give up Let's stand together, you and I As one or better, just give it a try Fire and ice, both in our souls We're all unique, always hold Just a piece of the puzzle in his great scheme Like a river flows Have you ever felt love? It makes 
you blossom like a rose. Now I understand why life is so good. My dreams understood, and everything happens just the way it should. Just the way it should, yeah. Just the way it should. Let's stand together, you and I, as one or better. Just give it a try. Fire and ice both in our souls. We're all unique. Always hold just a piece of the puzzle in His great scheme. I'll stand with you.
Als Tatemame in die junge Joden seinen Hossen und Kalle geworden, seinen sie herein zum Reben, sein Broch ist zu nehmen. Und Otte die Broche hat der Rebbe sie gegeben. Mach lichtig und warm, warum sich, warum sich lichtig und warm. Wetter der Rebe ist dabei, ich mache lichtig, lichtig und warm, bei euch. Mach lichtig und warm, warum sich, warum sich lichtig und warm. Yeah. 
J.M. in the A.M. on a Monday morning with Benny Friedman. Uh, Lichtig and Varim is the name of that one. Before that, Shlomo Katz and Lashana Haba. We all belong. Eighth day opening up the hour for us here at J.M. the A.M. 13 minutes after 7. Good morning. Here in our New York City studios at J.M. in the A.M. Reminding you, if you have not yet contributed to our 2019 fundraiser, this is the week to do it before the uh, end of June. Uh, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. We ask you be as generous as possible and uh, help us uh, continue broadcasting here on a daily basis. Uh, amazing music, great information, important community announcements, etc., etc., etc. And today is one of those days that's going to, again, prove the value of uh, JM and the AM, not just from the music and about the uh, and about the um, uh, announcements, but also in terms of the uh, people that are going to be appearing here uh, on this broadcast. Lots of wonderful people, Baruch Hashem. 70 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high of 86. We say good morning on this JM the AM Monday. As uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, students out there are finished with school, Baruch Hashem. Some starting summer school. A lot of um, a lot of students at this point are in that in between phase between school and camp. A lot of people are preparing their camps for all the campers that are going to be heading up next week, including our friends at Camp Missora who are up in Guilford, New York, busily preparing on this Monday morning for all the wonderful guests that they are uh, awaiting both for staff orientation and then uh, for the actual official start of camp. So to everybody out there who's got a lot of stuff going on at the end of June, we say thank you for tuning in and being part of us or being part of our broadcasts here at JM in the AM. It's much appreciated. Uh, so I told you I saw Uri Davidi last night. He was with the Aaron Tidalbaum Orchestra, did a remarkable job. We will take this opportunity to um, 
play for you another one of his big hits. Um, by the way, he'll hopefully be joining us at some point live at JM and the AM in our studio uh, to officially debut this album. Uh, we're going to try to do that before the three weeks. Uri Davidi, brand new at JM and the AM.
Keep in mind the words our sages teach No, it's not our job to finish But we must attempt And even when it feels impossible We're still not
J.M. in the A.M. Baruch Levine, Lo Alecha. Uri Davidi before that with Hallelujah. Monday morning, it's J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, everybody. Want to wish a Mazel Tov to the Kreindler and Gifter families. Last night was the big wedding. Hadassah and Avraham, Mazel Tov to you and to your wonderful parents and grandparents. From all of us here at JM and the AM, happened at the Manhattan Beach Jewish Center. And as we said on Friday, we are uh, issuing forth a special extra Mazel Tov to listener Sina and Mr. Listener Sina, <laughs> Bubby and Zadie of the uh, of the brand new couple. Um, and we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Yeah. Sharing good news all around. Uh, don't forget, today is the uh, beginning of the last week of June. Please give generously to our June uh, 2019 spring fundraiser. Uh, support JM and the AM. That's what keeps us going here at the Nahum Siegel Network is your incredible financial support. Give what you can in whatever denom- denomination you wish by going to fjbunity.org. fjbunity.org. And we thank you very much for your participation and your uh, and your contributions. Again, that's uh, fjbunity.org, and we thank you. Here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, Chazak, the Young Israel of Manhattan, East Side Torah Center, and the Bialystoker Synagogue, presented by Zev Smith, author of What's the Halacha, on the topic of understanding Iker Vitoffel. Uh, tonight at the Bialystoker Synagogue, beginning with Mincha at 8.15. Men and women are welcome. It is a, a free admission event happening at the Bialystoker. For information, 718-285-9132. 718-285-9132 for information uh, about the event. Check out our community calendar online. It's got a whole bunch of stuff that you need to know about what's happening in our community. Go to NahumSiegel.com. Click on Community Calendar. I want to thank those who've been commenting on the app this morning. Thank you very much. Go to the uh, NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and feel free to comment away. As I mentioned earlier, a uh, big hello going out to, um, to somebody to whom we are dedicating this morning's program. That's Stu Goldberg in Englewood, New Jersey. Stu Goldberg, Englewood, New Jersey. Thank you so much for tuning in. It was a pleasure seeing you last night at the big wedding. And again, today's show dedicated to Stu Goldberg of Englewood, New Jersey, who now is again a regular listener, I'm proud to say, of JM in the AM. And how cool is that? Yes, very cool. A drop early for Rabbi Goldwasser. His words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebner Bilsavalevi and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Bilsavalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It says, Vanitzak el Hashem, Elokevoseinu. He cried out to Hashem, the God of our fathers, Vaishma Hashem Eskoleinu, that Hashem heard our voices. Hagoy Rebbe Yashem says that the whole Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, the exodus of Egypt, was for Kabbalah Satora, in order to accept the Torah in the future. As it says, that the reason that Klal Yisrael was going to go out from Mitzrayim 
was in order to serve me on the mountain. Rav Yosef says from this, we see that there is no Torah without tefillah. Tefillah, or prayer, has the power to be Mishana de Teva, even to change the course of nature. The Marsha in Meseches Kedushin in the Talmud says that a nes, a miracle happens through tefillah, but it's not considered a nes that is menakin lo mischuyoso. It does not take away from the rest of our merits. Usually, when something miraculous happens, it takes away from our merits. However, when a nes happens through tefillah, it does not detract. Tefillah is one of those things, it stands at the height of the world. There is no gvul, there is no boundary. A person can even be poel devarim niskavim. They can achieve great goals, even outside the confines of nature. The great tzaddik, Reb of Kubrin, once said, A person who is not mesugal to davin, after he was nichshol baveros, an individual that cannot pray after he stumbled into some sins, to pour out his heart before Hashem is like a son who is erred. He goes before his father, and his father does whatever he wants, is still not standing on the threshold of Avoda. The Chosm Lublin says a good friend can be Paul Yeshua's first friend like the Tzaddik Ador. If a good friend prays for his or her good friend, they can cause the other individual to experience great Yeshua's and Besuros Tavos. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
שקשה, והלילה לילה ארוך, עם הלב כואב ובוכה, אתה לא רואה את הסוף, ונופל למטה נופל, לא יודע איך לעלות, ושואל את כולם שואל, מי יודע מה לענות? ילד, חפש את פאפה, הכל אצל Thank you. 
J.M. and the A.M. on a Monday with Yaakov Shweki and Shivisi. You heard AFO done by Matt Dubb. Shimmy Engel in there with Psachli B. J.M. and the A.M. at 19 minutes before 8 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us on this Monday. 70 degrees in New York, partly cloudy and a high of 86. I thank all of you for tuning in from around the world. Well, listener Yitz is not going to be happy. Listener Yitz told me that uh, he has to stop listening to this show. He was, of course, saying this tongue-in-cheek. He has to stop listening to the show because he keeps hearing about amazing causes to support. <laughs> and every day he feels he has to support at least one more cause. Well, um, Yitz will not be happy, but of course, in reality, he'll be very happy to hear that we are introducing Mila Bev to our audience this morning uh, here at JM in the AM. Uh, Mila Bev is the only not-for-profit organization providing direct community care for people with dementia and Alzheimer's in Israel. They have four day centers in which they provide therapy, including art therapy, music therapy, animal therapy, and movement in a social setting explicitly designed for people with dementia and Alzheimer's. Malabev operates other programs in the community as well, including at-home care and the Pe'ima program for people with young onset dementia. June 27th is coming Thursday. They have their annual sunset hike, the fundraiser in Milabev. And they're looking to grow their number of supporters. And we're obviously going to recommend to this audience that everyone should log on and support uh, a, uh, a hiker in this coming Thursday's sunset hike on behalf of Milabev. Avigail Schondorf is with us live via telephone, director of development for Milabev. Avigail, shalom and welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. How long has Milabev been around? Milabev has been around for almost 40 years. We are having our 40th birthday next year. Well, pretty amazing. And uh, I would have to assume that the population of those with dementia and Alzheimer's in the state of Israel, for many reasons, continues to grow, correct? Unfortunately, that's correct. We have about 150,000 people living with dementia in Israel today. That's every other person above the age of 85 and um, 17% of people above the age of 65. So, and that number is is only growing, unfortunately. Um, so, um, obviously, there are many things that people uh, uh, do, and some you know wish can be done for those who are suffering from Alzheimer's and dementia. And I know the research goes on, but in the case of Milabev, you are there to provide different types of therapies and essentially get people uh, get people what they need to have as uh, what, what would we say, as full a day as possible? Would that be a way to describe That's it? exactly right. Our goal is really to allow people to age in place and to stay at home for as long as, as possible. Uh, in Israel, actually, 97% of, pe- of people choose to age at home. Um, so only 3% of people end up in some sort of assisted living facility. So we are really targeting those people and, and trying to help them live as full a life as possible uh, and connect with them on a very basic human level to give them the quality of life that they deserve. These are people who have given their entire lives to their families, to the country, uh, to the state of Israel, and, and it's, our, it's our duty to, to make sure that they're well taken care of. And how realistic is it for somebody 
in the older stages of life who have dementia or Alzheimer's to, in fact, remain in their own homes? It's very, it's very realistic. We find that with care, with full-time care, often people need a caregiver at home as well. Uh, they are able to stay in their own homes. And with services like Melabev's day centers, they can come on a daily basis from 8 to 3 and have a full day of activities, meals, transportation to and from that allows them to maintain their, their current level of cognition and their current level of skills to the best of our ability. Um, and we send people home tired. That's our goal, to send them home <laughs> with, a, with a healthy fatigue and not a fatigue from sitting around all day and, and um, you know, maybe sitting in front of the television. So uh, that's, that's our goal. We like to see tired people at the end of the day. Avigail Schondorf, Director of Development for Milabev in Israel. Check it out online. Milabev, everybody. Um... The youngest person, or if you, or if that would be too much of an exception, the group of the youngest people that you deal with are about how how old? The average of our we have a group called PEMA, as you mentioned earlier, for young people with dementia, right. um, Alzheimer's, and other types of dementia. They're under the age of sixty-five. Our right. youngest our youngest client today is forty-two, and our oldest is one hundred and three. Geographically, does Milabev go all around the country? Where are you based? Our day centers are based in Jerusalem. We have three in Jerusalem and one in Beit Shemesh. And those centers are divided up according to language and culture. We know about people with dementia that they revert back to their mother tongue and their culture that then the culture that they grew up with. So we have a center exclusively for English speakers. We have um, groups exclusively for Hebrew speakers, Russian, and French speakers. And our center in Beit Shemesh is a bilingual center. All activities are done in both Hebrew and English. And we have I think 15 different languages spoken in that center on any given day. Um, but the, the rest of our services, the Melabev at Home program, goes all around the country. Um, currently in the in Haifa area and and North Jerusalem, the center, and a little bit in the in the Shvela. You so must you must you must all over. You must have incredible staff and volunteers. We have the most amazing staff and the and group of volunteers who are so dedicated. All of the hikers who are participating in, in this week's Sunset Hike on Thursday are, are volunteers and are involved with Melabev. They're our ambassadors getting the word out about, about the work that we're doing, um, and we, we could not be more grateful. Where's the hike happening? Where's the Sunset Hike to benefit Melabev going to happen? This year we're going to be hiking in Nisharim, which is a beautiful location just right in um, between Jerusalem and Beit Shemesh nice. um, in, in the hills there, and it's really gorgeous. That will be followed with a barbecue dinner and some music, uh, entertainment to really show our appreciation to our volunteers and make sure everyone has a good time. Uh, how does one sponsor one of the hikers in the Milabev Sunset Hike this coming Thursday? Well, you can sign on to, to our uh, dedicated hike website, walk for the number four, ALZ, A-L-Z, dot Milabev, dot org. And you can make a general donation or choose to sponsor a specific hiker, uh, and and all that money goes to a really great cause. Walk for A-L-Z, it's the number four, everybody, walk for A-L-Z, dot Milabev, Dot org. That's right, folks. We found another worthy cause in Israel to, su- to support. <laughs> walk for ALZ. Walk the number four ALZ dot Milabev dot org. Walk for ALZ dot Milabev 
dot org. Uh, you can imagine, I'm sure you hear this from everybody who's getting older, including myself, uh, that we are very concerned. <laughs> we're very, very concerned, very concerned about our own uh, uh, destiny when it comes That's to right. uh, when it comes to to remaining as cognitive as possible. Is there? A, I, I know this is not directly your area, but I'm sure you're surrounded by it. Is there a lot of progress? I am. Is there a lot of progress in the area of trying to solve this whole Alzheimer's situation? There is there is some progress being made. Unfortunately, um, while there is a lot of medical research being done, um, there are not many medications that that really have been proven to to aid with um, maintaining cognition after the onset of Alzheimer's or another type of dementia. But what we what we definitely recommend is that people live a healthy lifestyle. Watch what you eat. Don't smoke. Do everything that's good for you. Um, on a vascular level is also good for your brain. Anything good for your heart is good for your brain. Right. One of the most important things, and this is really where Milabev builds his whole methodology, is uh, to maintain social involvement as much as possible. Get out, um, participate in, in different things. The more, the more social connections you have and the more social, um, social interactions you have, the 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 more likely you are to be able to maintain your cognition. Keep challenging your brain academically and socially. That's right. Learning new languages is also proven to be very very effective. Wow, uh, you're doing amazing work, Mila Bev. Everybody, they're based in Israel, and you Thank hear the great work they're much. doing. This Thursday is their sunset hike. We're asking our international audience to consider supporting one of the hikers. Go to Walk for ALZ. .milabev.org. Walk the number four, A-L-Z, .milabev.org. Avigail Schondorf is Director of Development at Milabev. You can go to the website. What is it, milabev.org.il, the general website? That's right. Milabev.org.il to get more information. Thanks, Avigail. Good luck on Thursday. Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. Ten minutes before 8 o'clock. More coming up. You are listening to JM in the AM.
gonna stay inside, yeah, with your hands in the air, yeah, we're going somewhere, hey, everybody come along for the ride. J.M. in the A.M. wrapping up the hour with Shlimey Gertner, hands in the air. Miami with Shalom. Um, uh, before that here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, don't forget our uh, spring fundraiser will eventually come to an end, and you don't want to be left out. You don't want to be one of the uh, listeners out there that has not been supportive of our efforts over the last year and, in, and uh, one who is encouraging us to keep it going for next year. Um. Go to fjbunity.org and give generously, fjbunity.org. That is the website. And uh, if you have an envelope in your home, please return it to us with as generous a donation as possible. And that would be wonderful, and it would be most welcome and much appreciated. Um, Listener Cena and Mr. Listener Cena, also known as Bubby and Zadie down in Florida, they say mazel tov to our eldest grandchild, Avraham Gifter, and his kala Hadassah Kreindler on their marriage last night. All we could say is what a wedding. Mazel tov to Shoshana and Rabbi Yaakov Gifter of Staten Island, Itki and Yaakov Kreindler of Far Rockaway, and told the siblings, grandparents, and extended family. Extra special mazel tov to Grandma Roberta Eisenman of Pittsburgh. Grandma, we're so happy we were able to join us in sharing the tremendous simcha. Kudos to Shlomi Dax and his orchestra for providing a superb crew. The music was over the top amazing. And Ruach even more so. Oh, nice nice pun there, listener Sina. Ruach. Um, and Mazel Tov, Avraham and Adasa, wishing you abundant simple and joy as you begin your life together. Your foundation is rock solid, may it be the basis for your own bias, Neman B. Israel. There they are, Bubby and Zadie, Florida, enjoying the incredible wedding last night of Hadassah and Avraham. And we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Monday morning as we continue, it's Yehuda Green next. Plenty more coming up here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with Yoni Z and Mia Adir. You heard Yaakov Shweki in there. Netzach Yisrael, the Shtetl Nigun. That came from Yehuda Green. Monday morning broadcast at J.M. in the A.M. Don't forget our fundraiser continues. Go to fjbunity.org to support our great work and to keep us going for yet another year. fjbunity.org. And those of you who've sent in your generous donations by mail or have gone to the web to do so, I thank you very, very much. It is much appreciated. 
Fred Nagler is with us live via telephone. He is principal of the Bergen County High School of Jewish Studies. Apparently, there are those with um, limited backgrounds who uh, normally might continue their Jewish education until their bar or bat mitzvah, or through eighth grade maybe. Uh, But apparently there are students in eighth through twelfth grade in the Bergen County area who in fact take advantage of the Bergen County High School of Jewish Studies to continue their Jewish education beyond the bar and bat mitzvah ages. Fred Nagler, Principal, Bergen County High School of Jewish Studies, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem. This, this seems to us like a uh, a concept from long ago. I remember, I remember as a kid meeting those of limited backgrounds who stayed in some type of formal Jewish education program uh, for part of or through high school, but I didn't think this is still happening today. Is this more common than I think? Uh, yes and no. Uh, it, what happened in many of the local congregations when kids went to Talmud Torah, many of the congregations would have a what they called a Hebrew high school, but most of the kids after bar, bar Mitzvah dropped out, and very few were left. And therefore, the concept of a community Hebrew high school was born in Bergen County in 1974, and uh, that's where kids who either have gone to Hebrew school and after Hebrew school continue after the bar and bat mitzvah, or kids who go on to day school yeshiva and for some reason are no longer in yeshiva can come to us, or even kids without any kind of formal Jewish education before. We're here for every Jewish kid from 8th grade through 12th grade. Now, uh, not to be cynical, because I believe me, I understand the beauty and the value of Jewish education, um, but how is it that when a child or their parents are given an opportunity to stop the formal Jewish education at a specific time, and again, bar and bat mitzvah seems to be the time, seems to be the deadline. Uh, how is it that some do continue, uh, or do decide rather, to continue? What is it uh, that's being presented to them that gives them the incentive to keep their quote-unquote double schedule going? Well, what we have to do is really we appeal to the parents to tell them this is important for your child's future. What we offer is classes on Sunday morning with superb teachers, really a faculty that any yeshiva will be proud. Uh, while in and of itself degrees mean nothing, there's uh, the average is well above one degree above the BA of all our teachers with a few of the PhDs, in fact. But the point is we have fantastic faculty and the kids are really learning on Sunday mornings. Aside from that, we tr- teach them that Jewish education is more than just learning, it's doing. So we have uh, numerous types of Gamilas Chesed opportunities, including all kinds of collection drives. We work with Yad Leia and Passaic at collecting. This past year we collected 25 large garbage bags full of new and gently used clothing, and then we we sorted and we packed it to be sent to Israel. We partner with NCSY during President's Week, and we go down either to New Orleans or Charleston to do work with Habitat for Humanity and other organizations so the kids really get an opportunity to, to do things for the community. They learn that Jewish education is learning and doing. We also have 
purely social programming of every two to three weeks, something because it's important for Jewish kids to be able to socialize with other Jewish kids because when you talk about intermarriage, well, in order to stem intermarriage among those students who are public school kids is you try to have them to socialize with other Jewish kids as often as possible, and that leads to dating. We know many, we, and quite a few of our kids who met in our school, in fact, that have gotten married. And finally, we have Shabbatonim, so our kids can experience Shabbos and have a great time together, learn, daven together, and, and be together and socialize. And we've seen that kids who come to Shabbatonim come back to school every year. Fred Nagler is with us, principal of the Bergen County High School of Jewish Studies. I'm assuming this goes September to June, right? Well, it goes to September to uh, just the Sunday before Memorial Day. And, um, I mean, it, are you servicing a lot more students than I think you are? I, I, I have this impression that, you know, only a handful would be interested in something like this. Am I wrong? Are there a lot more than I think? Well, uh, at, at its peak, which was a number of years ago, we had nearly 300 students. We're, we have about 130 students now. That's an impressive number for these days, frankly. That's a really it, it impressive is. number. Uh, throughout the country, the number of uh, Hebrew high schools, uh, the numbers are dwindling. Uh, it's true. We are the only community Hebrew high school here in Bergen County. So that students, again, and, and we have students, by the way, from Passaic County. We have students who come in from across the border uh, north of us in, in Rockland County. We have had students come in from New York City. We had one, one student coming in all the way from Princeton because we had a mission to class that she couldn't get where she lives, so she actually took a train up, and her uncle picked her up and brought her to school each week. So we do uh, have students coming from other places, but the majority of kids are, are, are Bergen County students. Very impressive, I must say. Uh, Bergen County High School of Jewish Studies. Now, it's now June. Aside from you know asking people to, to support in every way they can the work that you're doing, uh, this is a good time for people who know of other families that have children who are public school children uh, of this age, you know, eighth grade, ninth grade, et cetera, it's a good time for them to make this recommendation, right, that they should check out the Bergen County High School of Jewish Studies. Yeah, definitely so. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, I met with the RCBC, the Rabbinical Council of Bergen County, the Orthodox rabbis within the county, and asked them to look into their own synagogues, because sometimes we miss students who were in yeshiva but now are in public school, and to be able to send them to us so that the kids got some kind of a Jewish education. Obviously, it's not the same as the yeshiva education, but... It, it is a Jewish education nonetheless. Yeah, and a Jewish education under really responsible auspices, which is so important these days. Um, and plus, the Shabbat Tonim you mentioned, uh, I mean, and the social environment. I mean, uh, <laughs> if there's any way to keep kids surrounded by those who believe in the same values and religious beliefs that they do is to encourage social events with those type of kids. And, of course... And it, we, we actually form a community where the kids feel very much a part of it. Yeah. Uh, most of our kids at graduation, we write a, a book called Memories. So students who don't speak, we have uh, three to five students who speak each year. Those who don't, what would you have said? And on and on, they say, the friends I met here will be the friends I have for life. They're assuming that. I know that because I've been with the school for 32 years. So I, 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 when I keep in touch with alumni, and they say, by the way, regards from and they give me a list of others who they met in the school so that we know things like that do work very impressive um and you have those who are graduating high school who are still with you you have 12th graders who who completed both public school and the uh, and your program at the same time 
Yes, we have. We just had 22 students graduated. That was our senior class this year, and uh, more students. Obviously, now I'm still in the uh, process of recruiting students. Uh, and uh, as you said, any of our listeners who know students in Bergen County, by all means, they can give us a call. They can look on, get on our website, the bchsjs.org, uh, see more about us, and definitely call and you know uh, hear anything they'd like to hear about the school. Well, that's why I think this conversation is so vital, especially this time of year. Uh, and that's because there are parents making important decisions now, what to do with their children after the summer, uh, especially with their extracurricular activities, let's put it that way. And I bet I bet there are hundreds of people listening to us right now who know somebody, they work with them, they're related to them, uh, they are neighbors with them, who know somebody who have children in the 8th to 12th grade range who would benefit from this program. So think hard, everybody. And in some cases, you won't have to think too hard. And in some cases, it will become obvious. And obviously, you can uh, tell the parents of these children that the uh, Bergen County High School of Jewish Studies exists and does a great job. Uh, and, and in fact, a number of our students come that way. My dentist, actually, one day I was sitting there, he was filling a tooth, and said, by the way, I have somebody, I think, for your school. And sure enough, that person graduated, ended up marrying, actually, a, a local girl in Teaneck, and uh, it was very, very nice. I'm telling so you, we do people... get students coming in from recommendations from people out in the yeah, community. People don't realize how easy this is. People don't realize that a lot of parents are searching for something for their kids to quote-unquote keep them Jewish in an in Jewish environment, and uh, a recommendation like this can go a long way. Uh, all right, everybody, it's very simple. For information, Fred Nagler, the principal of Bergen County High School of Jewish Studies, recommends you go to the website, bchsjs.org. That's bchsjs.org. It stands for Bergen County High School of Jewish Studies, bchsjs.org. And as we said, recommend it to people that you know. Uh, support the great work that the Fred Nagler and his staff are doing in order to keep hundreds, as you heard, hundreds in a Jewish environment, even after their bar and bat mitzvah. Uh, Fred, a real a pleasure. You're doing amazing work, and I'm glad this was brought to our attention. Thank you so much, Nachum. A pleasure. Uh, Fred Nagler, principal of Bergen County High School of Jewish Studies. Monday morning broad... Oh, and I have to wish him a mazal tov on his grandson's wedding as well. To him and the entire mishpacha, we say mazal tov. It was a wonderful celebration last week. Monday morning broadcast. Plenty more coming up here at JM and the AM. You know, Avrami sent me this morning. A Avrami's always in constant communication, especially this morning, since we since we were bouncing on and off the air. It seems constantly. Uh, he sent me this morning this a brand new song from Yoni Z. Here it is for you at JM in the AM. Living on a lifeline, the world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine. But you're caught up in the rain, it's like your eyes Are wide open but you cannot see, you're watching life Pass you by like one, two, three Walking in destruction The winds of life blur your vision All the devastation Forever feels like you're on the run, it's time No one else can set you free, you're locked inside And only you have got the key fire in our own lives if we just climb a little higher lift up our eyes open your world set yourself free reach within your heart you just need to
J.M. and the A.M. on a Monday with uh, Friends. That's Mordechai Shapiro. That's actually officially on the brand new album, by the way. Um, Bissimcha done by Rogers Park. You heard, you heard Yoni Z in there. It's the brand new single entitled Power that um, Avrami sent to us this morning. And thanks to Yoni Z for making sure we had that brand new one. Much appreciated. Um... Monday morning here at JM and the AM. Well, Tova is with us live via telephone. You know Tova in Israel. 
You know, Tova, who is such an integral part of the Bite Size program every Wednesday with Yoni Pollock. Tova, who does very interesting interviews. Tova, who often is found in the Shook in Jerusalem. Uh, Tova, who's always filled with uh, great spirit and uh, wonderful things to update us about. She is with us live via telephone on this Monday morning broadcast from the Holy Land. Tova, welcome back. From Yerushalayim. From Yerushalayim is right. Welcome back to JM in the the AM. I love talking to you on JM in the AM. I appreciate that. (laughs) How are you? I appreciate that very much. Hope you're doing well. Things going well in the Holy City? Oh, my gosh. They couldn't be going better. (laughs) Baruch Hashem, life is good. (laughs) We hope to be there next month, please, God. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing like the Holy City. Well, you brought to, I mean, look, you bring us a lot of interesting guests. And like I said, a lot of the people that you speak to and meet, uh, we get to hear about on Bite Size uh, on Wednesdays here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And of course, whenever we have a, ch- the, whenever we have a chance to check in with you on important things we do, um, you, you, you made our network aware of a new project and product that I, I think we could say is taking Israel by storm, because if it's not, it should be. And I thought it was so cool. Yeah. I wanted to discuss it with you on the air. So th- tell tell us the beginnings of this, how you first discovered this whole thing. Okay, so background. Uh, Baruch Hashem, I got remarried in January. Mazal tov. Um, to an amazing man. His name is Bezalel Heller. Actually, Harav Bezalel Heller. He is a rabbi. He's the rabbi of all of Chathibat Nachal. Um, Mazal tov. So thousands and thousands of chayelim are under him, and I feel like I didn't just get married to an Israeli, I got married to the army, <laughs> and <laughs> my life has become very much integrated into the army. Um, and about seven weeks ago, you rem- I'm sure everybody remembers uh, the unfortunate uh, bombs that were coming in from Aza, Aza into Israel, right. and they were landing all over the south. Um landing very close to home for some of uh, my husband's family, the building right next door to them. Anyway, um, one of the rockets actually hit a shawl on one of his bases, one of his army bases, Bach Nachal, um, and it hit directly on the shawl. And inside the shawl was a Sefer Torah inside of an Aron Kodesh, a portable Aron Kodesh. And he had told me, he had sent me pictures, and he said, don't share this, don't share this. Like, these are private pictures, you know. So this army, you have to be careful with what you share. Right. Anyway, the, the next day, he happens uh, to come back home with something massive on his back, this huge green um, rectangle backpack with an Israeli flag on it that says Sahal. And I said, what is that? And then he walks in, but I quickly turn on my Instagram because <laughs> this has to be something interesting, and I have to capture it. Um, and it ended up being the Sefer Torah inside the portable Aron Kodesh that was injured, that was hurt, that was um, hit, damaged, right. damaged in the from one of the Gazan rockets. Um, anyway, as he's telling me about it, he opens it up, and he said, and he opens it up, and he sees that the Aron Kodesh was donated um, by a shul in New Jersey. And I look at the, in um, New Jersey, I'm from New Jersey, what does that mean? You know, and I, and I see it says, B'nai Shurin, Tinef, New Jersey. Says, oh my gosh, that's where my son had his Brit Mila. <laughs> like, this is full circle. This Aaron Kodesh that was donated from Tinef, I'm sitting, is sitting on my couch now in Yerushalayim. Um, 
And then he told me also that all of the soldiers, the they when they go out to, sh- to the Shetach, to the field, when they're going to Lebanon or they're going to Gaza or they're going, even Stam, they're going out to anywhere else in Israel and they're not going to be near a shul, they take their own, their Sefer Torah. And what I love about that is that it shows us what type of what type of army we have. <laughs> we have a religious army yeah. that makes sure that they don't go to war just with their guns. They're taking Hashem with them, with their Torah. But really, the Aron Kodesh that accompanies them doesn't look like this. It's really a wooden back. And uh, two to three, four soldiers have to carry it. And that's very bulky and not very practical. So before the Sukhaitan War um, in 2014, I believe, um, some man, I guess, uh, an American, thought of an idea to make a portable Aaron Kodesh. He did this on his own. He didn't get permission from uh, necessarily some of the army from you know going the, the right route that he should have gone. Um, anyway, he donated. He got the donations from B'nai Shur and Tinek. It was sent into um, the army, and that's what they've been using. But now they can't use it because it's damaged. Anyway, I had an incredible idea. It literally came to me as I'm talking to everybody following on Instagram. And I thought, oh, my gosh, why don't we continue this and try to raise money, um, you know, to make more portable uh, backpack-type Aron Kodesh, so Aron Kodesh, so this way, well, the Chaylim is more comfortable. Okay, so that was the beginning. Um, And then after we found out, and we were going through this, we found out that the Rabbanot of the the Army don't really love how this looks because it doesn't look so... Right. So on, you know, so respectful. It's a backpack. Right. You know, it looks too much like a backpack, right? It looks exactly. So, Bitzalo and I went to Tel Aviv to the designer that actually designed the first one to go over. You know, he's so excited to be involved in this project again. His name is Yair Tsor from Handybag.com, and um, instead of making it look like a backpack. It has to look more like an Aron Kodesh, right. and it also is not allowed to go on the back. It has to be still carried, but it's going to be much lighter weight and much more practical than what they have. And that and that's doable so, because we we know how how much easier it is often to carry something on one's back right. in a backpack. Is, is is it still going to be easy for them to uh, carry it around? So it's going to be much easier than what they have. But the truth is, is that so we got we got enough donations. Thank God, people are doing bar mitzvah projects from this. People are doing this in Eloi Nishmas in memory of uh, people. People are doing this in for Rafua Shalima. People are really sending in donations. Some people sent in the full amount, you know, for an entire Aron Kodesh, and I was blown away. So what happened was was that the obviously we have to go very straight. With um with the army because right. they don't accept things it's very difficult to donate to the army. We're using Yashar Lechayal, but we're also in touch with uh, one of the one of the rabbanim. I won't mention his name; just don't want to be in trouble. Um, <laughs> anyway, but we're doing we're making two or three of them as a prototype. you know the beginning a prototype, I guess, right? Um, that will hopefully then be accepted, and then we could you know further this, but. The army then would take on this project right. and make more. Right. That's the the, 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 ho- the hope is that this becomes part of the basic equipment for a base, basically. Um, right. All right. Instead of just based on donations. We're speaking with yeah. Tova in Israel, literally. Um, right. <laughs> how how much does this cost if somebody wants to donate the entire amount for one of these uh, Arone Kodesh for for the yeah. for the portable 
um, uh, for the portable movement of a Torah for the Israeli army? How much does it cost? So right now we have a rough estimate that's going to be either a little less or a little more, but the rough estimate is $450 for one entire one. And if somebody wanted to then get the measurements after we have them and they wanted to also have a parochat made, you know, people said to me, oh, can you also make a parochat? I'm very busy. <laughs> so <laughs> there's, like, <laughs> there's only so much that I can do. Um, I said, we'll give you the measurements, and then you could, you know, make your own parochat. You right. could, you know, put whatever you want on it and then send it to Israel. You could bring it to Israel. You know, I could put it, you know, send it to me. I could, you know, send it to the could, All right. You know, how, do, how, do, how do people support this cause? Okay, so the easiest thing to do right now um, is to message me on uh, my Facebook page, Tovin Israel. It's very simple, Tovin Israel. Send me a message. I'll send them a direct link. Or on Instagram, also Tovin Israel. I'll send them a direct link. But in, on Instagram, it's right there on the profile, the link. Um, Yasharlachayal.com slash Aaron Kodesh. It's just too hard to right. whatever. Just Tovin Israel is much easier. It's all about social media, everybody. Tova is uh, spearheading this project. Uh, to create an even better and uh, to create more of these portable Arone Kodesh, these portable arcs to uh, transport uh, safely and more efficiently Sifrei Torah in Israel, in the Israeli army. Um, and the uh, again, the uh, the best way to do it, the best way to find out more and how you could support it, and it's a pretty reasonable price to say the least, uh, Tova in Israel on Instagram and on Facebook, Tova in Israel. Uh, Yashar Lachayal does have a... Uh, a link to the project itself as well. Tova in Israel on both Instagram and on Facebook, and Tova will uh, directly answer you and let you know exactly how you can support this interesting and amazing cause. Well, to say that you, Thank you. to say that you yeah. brought to say you brought us a unique project is certainly uh, uh, accurate. No, but it's so exciting that oh, I like agree. it's just something that. It, like Hashkacha in the whole story is just yeah. you know mind blowing, and I love that I had this I have this uh, opportunity to be involved in this way, and that I appreciate you know that you're bringing it to to a much larger audience now also. So thank you. All right, Bezrat Hashem, our audience will respond. Those of you who want to be part of this, the Portable Iron Kodesh project, get in touch with Tova in Israel via Instagram or Facebook, and she'll tell you what to do. And for a total of four hundred, for approximately, they don't know exactly. But approximately four hundred and fifty dollars, you could be responsible for this uh, new prototype and uh, and a brand new uh, portable Aron Kodesh. Donate it. Say it again. They don't have to donate the whole. They don't have to right. donate the entire amount. You know, Correct. they could do as much as they want, as little or as much, um, and anything is appreciated. And it's just an incredible project. So All right. Thank you, Tova. Thank you. Continue your great work and best regards to everybody in Jerusalem. Okay, and I hope next month to see you when Be- you're here. Bezrat Hashem will be you this. Should, you should come. You should come on my ship tour. I'm waiting. I don't for know. The Siegel Network. I don't know if I have the patience for an entire tour, but we'll see. We'll figure it out. <laughs> There's a lot of delicious food. There's so much food. That I, that I know. I see my reputation precedes me. You know exactly what to say. <laughs> All right, we'll see what we can do. Tova's there in Israel, everybody, and she does these amazing shuk tours. And of course, she's with us at the Nahum Siegel Network, primarily with uh, Yoni Pollock and the Bite Size Show every Wednesday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, following uh, JM in the AM. And in this case, if you get in touch with her via Instagram or via Facebook, you could participate in this unique project of portable Aron Kodesh for the Israeli army. Get in touch with Tova in Israel, both Instagram and Facebook. More coming up, it's JM in the AM.
נשיב בלב אחד ונביט השמיימה, השמחה גדולה. לושים בגדי שבת ועולים ירושלימה, זמן הגאולה. מי יוצא לרחובות, למה ישנים עדיין? כבר חיכיתם די. יש בשורות טובות, ישועות כהרף עין. עם ישראל חי. ולא, לא, לא יהיו יותר דמעות, רק תראו ניסים I gain what I compare and I 
dedicating this Mordechai Shapiro song to uh, Stu Goldberg, Englewood, New Jersey. Thanks for tuning in, Stu Goldberg. Great seeing you last night at the Big Simcha. That's right. We dedicated the uh, show earlier. Now we dedicate this song to Stu Goldberg of Englewood, New Jersey. My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing, what is today? Monday morning here at JM in the AM. Coming up next, Mayor Weingarten, The Israel Show, Google, Facebook, Intel, all have centers in the innovation nation of Israel. Why is it so historic that the Ford Motor Company recently opened the Ford Research Center in Tel Aviv? And Ayod Barak is having a very public internal debate whether to run in the upcoming election. Some background on the man, his partners, and possible ramifications. Weekly Israeli music mix will have debuts from Yonatan Razel, Idan Amedi, and Miki Gavrilov. Tune in right after JMNAM. It's coming up next. It's the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten right here at the Malcolm Siegel Network. After further review, the world of sports with Yoni Pollock at 10 a.m. Eastern time here at the Malcolm Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.